0: Shura, the Music Explorers Podcast.
1: All right, folks, welcome to another fun filled episode of Seishura, the Music Explorers Podcast. As always, I'm Scoop Magoo. I'm Elaine. And Elaine had an awesome idea for an episode, and this is going to be very open ended and very fun. And I'm looking forward to it. So, obviously, if you've listened to the podcast for, um, you know, the last several years, we always do a, a recap episode at the end of the year. Our favorite albums, talk about, you know, whatever trends personally or whatever we saw overarching, and um, those kind of sit there. And we thought, what if we went back? Because I've always viewed these lists is kind of like a capsule in in time and it's it's nice once in a while to look back and just kind of think about it but i've, I've never actually sat down and like talked about an older list and i think this is going to be really interesting to just just in, in in like a succinct conversation talk about the progression of my music taste because as i was you know compiling these and looking them over it, it really is a clear um <laughs> uh, a clear path that you can see running through all of my
0: lists. So mine are you, a little one. One could say you evolved. Yes, yeah.
1: I, I I would say. I mean, some people might disagree depending on what you think. <laughs> what you think? Uh, yeah. I think I definitely uh, went through phases, which I'll talk about, and, and so I'm you know happy about others. I, I'm glad that I grew out of. But um, uh, yeah, so for me, I I, I have a couple. Actually, I only have one year missing, I think.
0: You said there's a story behind that as well?
1: Yeah, so I really started caring about mu- music like 20... I mean, I always enjoyed music, but I, I started following it you know, closely. Let's say 2010, 2011. And there was a site I really, really loved followed called The New Review. I was a reader in 2011. I submitted my list... Uh, the only two albums I specifically remember, one was Neon by Lantloves. Yeah. Which is a, I still think is one of the best, if not the best, like true black gaze albums. It, it's, it has a niche from All Say, All Say, All Sest, I don't know. I don't speak French, but it has him. He has vocals on it, but the band is just, it's an incredibly beautiful, emotionally raw album. The other album I remember is The Hunter by Mastodon. Um and it's I'm funny surprised because,
0: that would even be on your list.
1: Yes, um, and a trend that I saw in these lists, which we'll talk about is which I've I've since grown out of. and this is actually something that a few people, you know, on the blog or just in general I've talked to have, have noticed is that um, a lot of times publications will respond late. The hype around an artist so like if they didn't sufficiently freak out when everyone cared about um a band they'll like overreact to the next album and of course i can't think of any uh, specific okay. examples i would
0: say i think I, uh, l- l- it'd be like daughters kind of now. yeah
1: or, or i think paul bearer was a good example where like people Ooh, kinda, yeah people kind of like like you know sorrow extinction was relatively acclaimed by like pitchfork and stuff but then, you,
0: you know a good one danny brown
1: Yes, Danny Brown. Yeah, that's a really good one as well. Um, yeah,
0: because I mean, like you know, there, there, there's some popularity before old, and then but then after Atrocity Exhibition, it's like, pfft, yeah. like, all the way out. Exactly,
1: and so I think for me, with that, it was, and again, we'll talk about uh, you know how that continued. Um, I was getting into Mastodon right around that time, and it was this, it was the newest Mastodon album, so I just threw it on there. I have not. Um, I don't think I've listened to. It. I was going to say maybe I've revisited it once. I've listened to every other Mastodon album at least at least, you know, a handful of times since 2011. I haven't listened to The Hunter. Gosh, like at all. And, and I would say I also have listened to the newer Mastodon albums, but that's just cuz I don't I don't really I don't really care. I don't really yeah. I, like the from the singles I've heard, I don't really like the trajectory that they've gone in. I
0: mean, I so. I uh I bought The Hunter like release day. Um, and I do not own it anymore. I probably sold that thing like early in the twenty tens. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't remember it being. Maybe I will listen to it now. I don't remember. Mind you, I, I don't think it's bad. It's it's just like, I, I I think it's almost like it's impossible to follow up the string of albums that they had. Yeah, and, and, um, and
1: I I would like to revisit it because from my memory, I think that the albums that have, that followed it are much worse. Like especially um oh, what album is Show Yourself? Show Yourself was the single where like I even stopped thinking I
0: Was know, that you... Once More Around the Sun or was that um, It might have been
1: on um
0: The the latest Emperor one of Sand, the, the yeah. Sand. That honestly yeah.
1: sounds like someone it might have been you, it might have been someone else said that honestly sounds like a like a Foo Fighter song. And I was like, <laughs> Wow, it it honestly just it does. Um but in any case, we're getting a little off track, but that's okay because this is really meant as a you know kind of a free episode with a um, or you know some type of theme going going through it. So yeah. before we dive in, um, what was your experience like digging up digging up these lists?
0: I I spent uh, a few hours there other day, or not even a few hours, a few minutes. <laughs> Either way, it, minutes, it, hours. It's, I I feel so bad sometimes because like I, I just like I feel I, like I put in like just minimal effort. I really I like love the goodness. deficit between those two things because
1: at first I was like wow a few hours I didn't spend a few hours but then you were like yeah. a few minutes like oh okay well that's
0: <laughs> yeah no I, I I had to think about it I I yeah. my, my my brain failed to catch up with my mouth basically yeah I, um, feel I uh I so because I when I thought of this idea um it was more like i was going back into my own memories and just thinking about like you know i because like i i was trying to explain this to my dad earlier today that like i think when you start getting into music in like a very serious way i and by serious i mean that like you you're sort of spending all your money on it you're kind of spending more time with it than you would just listening to it like on the radio or like on a playlist or what have you but um when you start getting into it you, I, I think like establishing an identity almost is, is so crucial to it um, I'm not saying that's correct I'm just mm-hmm. saying like I, I think that that's just sort of what ends up happening and so as a result like a lot of lists come out um, like I, I do you remember this is I'm going to pull way back because this is like easily like 2009 so like you know a decade ago uh, over a decade ago that there would be these Facebook apps that you would put down, like, you, you know, like, sometimes, like, the list would be, like, oh, you know, shuffle your iTunes playlist and, and just show the next, like, five songs that play, basically. hmm Like, yeah, I like, I remember doing a bunch of those, and, I, I mean, they were always weird, the music, because I remember, like, people would just, like, comment on and be like, this is weird, and I'm like... That's that's my music. But yeah, like, but, I, but like I, I just remember just you know, being inundated with like lists. Like just yeah. oh like so many and I I think I've just I've kind of grown away from it. Um like I I, I, I admire its historical purpose, but um I just personally don't care either way for them because mm-hmm. it's just like like I, it, it just seems secondary to actually listening to the music itself. Um,
1: yeah, I think for, for me, it's it's really. I, I like having a snapshot of you know where I was each year, and also I like the idea of listening to music in this way. It makes me, it pushes me to be a little bit more eclectic because I, I like having that well-rounded um, list at the end of the year, but. Ultimately, it, it's a device to help improve my day-to-day listening. You know, it's not. Uh-huh. You know, obviously, when I post my list on Facebook every year that I have in the last several years, um, I mean, I, very few people actually care. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you if you take like a proportion of the people who comment and like it versus how many people are on my feed, like I'm not I'm not a I'm not an Anthony Fantano or anything close to that. But I mean, it's fun, and definitely once in a while I will usually around list season I'll go back and look. what i picked Um, yeah
0: it's it's just a fun like you know it's a fun way to look back i uh i I just find it personally extraneous like you know people are free to do what they want uh with it um but i i actually you know some of mine i my my first one actually is just really isn't a list as much as it is just kind of like like a very small like pantheon in my head mm-hmm. during high school so <laughs> it's the only way i can describe it yeah see you, you know how it is like you when you're starting off like you you get obsessed with certain bands and just like you really latch on to them in whatever way you can um, yeah exactly yeah. so i should we just get into it then yeah absolutely yeah Let's so go I, i'll just do that first list that I just talked about, because I just find it to be so shallow, um, but also kind of indicative of where I'd be in the future, in a very weird way, but, um, yeah, so, basically, like, my three favorite bands of, like, you know, when I was, like, a freshman in high school, uh, probably a little later than that, so probably, like, sophomore going into junior year of high school, uh, i had these three bands that were my absolute favorite nothing ever came close to beating them to this is to the point that i would use the beginnings of their names as passwords for things i've obviously changed it since Mm -hmm. then but yeah so uh first one was uh metallica which no shouldn't be um should be kind of obvious if you've listened to any of this but Uh, Because I I used to just bleed Metallica back in the day. Uh, Like, I was so excited when... Because it was right around, I think 2008 was when Death Magnetic came out. And I I remember actually, because we still got the newspaper, I remember opening up the newspaper and reading about it, even. Um, Because I was, like, that obsessed with it. Like, I was was so into Metallica that I, like, went and spent, like, 50 bucks on, like, that uh, live shit Binge and Purge album, which is... Not very good um <laughs> I still don't know, I, I don't think I ever listened to that thing in its entirety because it was just Metallica live is just okay like I, I I think if you were there in the audience it'd be a lot cooler, but just to hear it you know just on cd it's it's not the same uh, but so Metallica then rage against the machine out of all things um because I was political uh in, in high school I, I used quotation marks heavily <laughs> around political because <laughs> I was just like, oh look, Raging It's the Machine put their American flag upside down when they performed on SNL. That's so badass. Like, I think things are fucked up here. Let's let's do that too. <laughs> it's <laughs> like yeah, so Raging It's the Machine. And then finally, uh, probably the like the first like band with like harsh vocals I was into was uh, Lamb of God and for some reason just like these 3 were just like this trifecta of like metal goodness that that I just couldn't get enough of um like I I specifically remember listening to Lamb of God's Sacrament um on like like I would shuffle through it and I mm. I think I I still probably know every single song in that album um yeah <laughs> it's just, but it's, it's such a stupid list because it's just, like, it. I mean, one thing, it's not even really a list, but I, for some reason, I, I like, you know, I wore it as, like, a badge of pride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's really cool. <laughs> it's so normy in a way, but I, like I said, it's kind of indicative that, like, I think the Rage Against the Machine and the Lamb of God edition's kind of, like, I mean, I, I, I don't know, I, I feel like Rage Against the Machine is, like, one of those, like, hip-hop groups that, like, metal hands are, like, allowed to like, mm-hmm. in a way. <laughs> um <laughs> oh that's funny yeah no, yeah i, I definitely it, like you, you see what i mean though right yeah, yeah like and i mean I, I think we're talking about way back when you know hip-hop was still kind of like it kind of was fringe a little bit uh like i like just compared to the amount of like just like terrible post grunge that was going on at the time yeah uh but like that and Lama got like i don't know, like i i I was I was already branching out then is what I'm trying to say because I think after just being raised on classic rock I kind of I think I think I just needed an escape. So, yeah. But as you'll soon see that escape was not long lived. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, so um as as I said, I don't I'm trying to think of if I even made a list in 2010 because that's I mean that, that is when I really started you know I would say like late middle school or like high school it's when I started caring about uh, I would say mid to late middle school is when I started caring about music at all when I started caring about albums was probably like 2010s or high yeah, like school me too Unf- unfortunately it was not like if I made a list in 2010 it would probably be like the Acacia Strain White Chapel I Declare War
0: um, <laughs> and obviously <laughs> you know Dance Gavin uh, Dance Somewhere yeah, in there.
1: yeah, exactly. And you know, obviously, that's where I was at that time. Nothing necessarily wrong with it. You know, I the... r- do.
0: Do you remember this? This is a long time ago. Like, like when we were just becoming friends. Uh, that I think we tried to do our own blog. Oh and yeah, I do. Yeah, remember that. It, it, and we we had a page that was each our top ten favorite bands. Uh, and I I remember like I half of yours were pop punk bands. Like um Yeah. I wanna say I set to kill was was there or something like that. Or, oh, I don't remember. I don't no, know what I remember what, Ghost what, Inside, what's that, definitely. What's that band with with guns? It was um Oh stick to your guns. Stick to yeah, stick to your guns yeah. was definitely on there. Dance Gavin Dance was on there. Yeah. Uh but, but, I just remember that and like man, that, that was such a long time ago. It was. Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh. That's I, I wish flash I flash could flash. find that. Because I was probably such a little bitch about my picks too. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, so, so let's talk about some yours.
1: Yeah. So the first list I have was when I was there's a now defunct blog called The New Review, which I was a part of. I don't know why I like this so. Much. I think it's just because it was a really nice intersection of, um. Like, like
0: pop punk and deathcore.
1: They just, they had a, it was a very eclectic blog in general. Like, there were a lot of different folks who wrote for it. And I think as a result, there was, because, you know, I, in general, I've always had a relatively eclectic taste. Even when it was, like, I still listened to a number of different genres when I was in high school. It's just that my exploration of those genres is pretty limited. So, mm. I, I like the fact that, you know, there was a bunch of different people with different tastes. They actually went out of their way to find people who did have different, you know, completely different opinions. Um, and around that time, you know, this is... Tw- um, actually, it was not 2011. it's was 2012. Um, so, it's 2012. The,
0: the, the end times,
1: as, as we called them. Um, so, this is when, you know, like freshman year of high school just discovered... Uh, I mean, excuse me, a yeah, freshman year of college... Uh, just discovered uh, like Pitchfork and was kind of like this list is so Pitchfork but like me trying to be my own individual within like in the shadow of Pitchfork (laughs) it's a really interesting collection Um, it also shows like I went through a period where like I was only metal like listening to anything other than metal was ridiculous and this was me swinging in the complete opposite direction and just like I don't listen to metal anymore. I only listen to serious music or, like, serious metal, Jason, <laughs> which you'll see. So only did to a top ten here. And I'm not – this is the only list I'll read out um, verbatim because yeah. the rest I have, you know, I started – I jumped to, like, a top 50. I'm not going to read all of those, obviously. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, wait, but, wait, like, I, I think just to say this now, we, we're we not going to talk about all of the picks, in um, all of these lists, we're just going to probably run through them and just talk about overall, like, things that stand out. Yeah, so. exactly. So there's
1: a number of these I actually still really enjoy, which, which is cool. Uh, which I guess makes sense because it's, it's a top ten. Like, looking back at my top tens through all these lists, I still enjoy a, a number of them, which makes mm-hmm. sense. It just once you start getting to the the 50s, things start getting a little... Yeah,
0: I, I feel like that—that's the way. No matter what. Yeah, list, exactly. That's—that's that's not
1: that wasn't a huge shock, but it was definitely looking. That I was like, oh yeah. So I guess that does hold true. But in uh, this, I just went in alphabetical order. You know, Chelsea Wolfe, Unknown Rooms. That's you know really really yeah. great acoustic album. Uh, it's kind of it, kinda it nice. is a
0: great great album.
1: Yeah, and it was kind of cool to see an artist not nec- you know, not do because when you think acoustic album, you think a lot of like acoustic renditions of their original songs. It was kind of cool yeah. that she did a dedicated. You know, I think these are some songs that she wrote. Around the time she did Apocalypsis and some of her, like her earlier stuff, but really came out well. Um, the next one, Death Grips, The Money Store. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't really think there's much more to say. Like, you know, obviously, I, 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 this is still my favorite Death Grips album. I think it's absolutely fantastic.
0: I remember when that thing dropped. Like, like I remember you, you let me borrow. Like, I think either you gave me a link for X Military or like I borrowed it from you or something. Well, I, I, I like I borrowed the MP3 files. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I know I bought the CD like right off the bat, and yeah, I know
0: I I definitely borrowed the money store off of you because I only bought my own copy of it like a couple years ago, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it, mm-hmm. it's like what, when I first heard out ex Military. This is again a long pitchfork. I was really getting into the needle drop, and uh, you know, Fantana was crazy about ex Military, and then Jeff, you know money store I'm like oh yeah, this looks cool and it just blew me like it was just so so yeah. much of a jump uh, and I still think X-Military is really cool and unique I like that it, it does truly feel like a mixtape especially how a lot of the samples are a lot more like they literally flip a black flag song stuff like that yeah um
0: Cinco 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 yeah. Guillotine <laughs>
1: but yeah no I mean this is it's it's an amazing um amazing you know, amazing album yeah uh, Next, Earth, Angels of Darkness, Demons of Light 2. Still one of my favorite Earth albums. Yeah, I think this is, I think I really like, it basically was the better of the two Angels of Darkness albums, and I really love, especially the way they incorporate cello and some of my favorite Earth songs on that. Next, I forgot about this album. I have it on my shelf. Uh, Fontanelle Vitamin F. Oh, yeah. Really, really cool jazz fusion that features... um, members of I think Sun and some other some of the other like Doom drone metal
0: bands it was, the, it was all a bunch of like Southern Lord artists
1: yeah exactly and it was like a super
0: group really really cool cool I, I remember we were talking about that exact album in um uh one of our it was 19th century American literature oh cool that we, that we had with uh Professor Williams yeah I
1: remember that oh yeah shit. what a class what a, what a guy what an interesting guy
0: yeah um, but, yeah but yeah shout I, out <laughs> I, I
1: haven't uh haven't listened to this album in a while but it's really you know very much drinking from the, the herbie hancock uh or yeah, I, I remember that
0: i remember like like the first or no the, the second track it sounded like almost like exactly like it was like ripped out of like sextant yeah exactly it's a really really cool album that i i need to listen again
1: Um, next Godspeed you black emperor hallelujah don't bend descend Uh, still one of my favorite Godspeed albums I think this is was a really really cool return to form Uh, it's the only album there's uh, I've truly enjoy uh, I think yeah because you have um, Asunder and then there was I think Luciferian Towers yep that they've come out and I didn't I didn't like Asunder I thought Asunder was a big misstep Uh, I, I didn't I thought Luciferian Towers was okay but this one is, is still, I mean, it might be my favorite Godspeed album. It's it's fantastic. Um, How to Dress Well, Total Loss, really, really nice, chill, like indie R&B. Um,
0: I've still yet to
1: listen to that album. I really, It's still one of my, <laughs> my favorites of, of his. I think he, he improved, and I like the more modern direction he went into, but I love the indie aesthetic of, of, of this album. It's really, really cool. Um, next, this is a bit, probably a big surprise to you. Neurosis, Honor Found in Decay.
0: This um, wasn't a surprise. Oh, really? No, I, I remember specifically being obsessed with this album. Like, I remember release date, me and you went to Newbury Comics and bought it. Well, I think it, it, this is when, because liking Neurosis is, is it, cool. And, and I think The Seer was was that same day oh, as yeah. well.
1: Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Oh, um, yeah. That, I
0: mean, I I, I I knew it was coming, yeah, so. <laughs> but
1: but Neurosis, I mean like in metal because I still liked metal I just it wasn't for my my list of course you know like I, at this time I was like I, I'll listen to metal but I won't talk about it but neurosis is like cool man's metal like it's it's like thinking yeah. man like I mean that's what post metal you know when it was founded that's kind of what it was right like yeah, one, it's it's, says it's
0: like, you know it's 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 a postgraduate uh you know philosophy student <laughs> who also happens to like you know Listen to a lot of experimental I love stuff. That. Postgraduate metal. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I I I mean I I feel like legally you aren't allowed to make a post metal album until you've read like some Nietzsche.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> like like mind you do you, you don't have to read the whole thing. You don't have to read like you know the the birth of tragedy. At least the like, spark notes. Yeah. Like like yeah. Exactly. You just you have to get through like the first two pages. And, <laughs> and there you go. You're officially a post metal artist. So. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Um,
1: next in like the doomy Sphere-ish Om Advaitic songs this is a really really really, really cool band that I don't understand why they haven't this is their last album and we're talking 2012 I don't know why it's been 8 years since their last project they haven't even released like an EP
0: well I mean Sleep is technically back together still so
1: yeah I don't know. I've never been as big a sleep fan as everyone else. I would much rather. Like, I, I like sleep. Oh,
0: I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I love Advedic songs. I, I think it's such a great album. Yeah. I would Actually, love to. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm going to write it down because I've been meaning to go buy some stuff from Bull Moose. Yeah. It's a really, really cool
1: project. Um,. Next, cigaros Baltari. Um, it was actually my first Sigaros album, and it's a really, it's one of their the more ethereal, beautiful. That's the green one, right? Yeah, it's the one with yeah. like like a ship floating above the water. It looks like it's floating above the water. It's a this is a really good album. Um, my interest in Sigaros is, I mean, I still have all their CDs, or at least almost all their CDs, uh, but my interest is tapered off a little bit only because the kind of sweet, sing songy. Um, the vocals that John C. does and the, the music itself, it just gets really old after a while. Like, it's just, it's so, like, airy. Um, I yeah, don't know. but I definitely, I mean, I, I understand why I picked it. And finally, Swans the Seer. I mean, we've talked about Swans a lot. I don't, you know, there's not much more to say. This, this is yeah. my introduction to Swans, and I think it's still my favorite album. It's just, it, it's a really colossal, amazing project. So, overall, a really good, well rounded list. I mean, I, I yeah. definitely definitely think because i'm pretty sure that um all we Love we Leave behind by converge came out this year and if i remade yeah. this list it definitely would be on here i think overall just my ignoring of metal showed through a lot here and and as we'll talk about in 2013 it it kind of swung me up the direction but uh, i want to turn it back over to you
0: okay uh so i'm just gonna run through these really quick um like not even gonna put in any details afterwards, uh, just because I feel like we've talked about pretty much every one of these albums, and I've probably brought at least every one of them up at some point in this podcast history, but um, basically just some backstory, because this was around 2010, I graduated from high school in 2011, but near the end of 2010, I was in a philosophy class, it was my first philosophy class. And uh, for some reason, somehow we were able to convince the teacher to do like a show and tell sort of thing, even though we were seniors in high school. Um, So I and and I didn't know what to do. So I ended up bringing in my 10 favorite albums because I I it was like at that point where I'd started buying CDs. And um, so I don't really remember the exact contents of them, but I can make a pretty good guess because some of them were like really obvious um jimmy hendrix are you experienced uh queen's operation mind crime tools Anema, ministries psalm 69 deftones around the fur black sabbath's paranoid lamb of gods ashes of the wake allison chains dirt soundgarden's bad motor finger and jane's addictions nothing shocking um
1: that, that definitely sounds like that sounds like a <laughs> list for sure it, it really was around, around that time
0: yeah, it, it really, really was. Uh, and again, I'm not entirely sure about all of them. I know there was... I know R.U. Experience was number one. I'm, I'm definitely sure of that. Because I had that and Electric Ladyland. And even back then, I didn't like Electric Ladyland. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> so some of these are like... Actually, I'm surprised there's no Marilyn Manson in this list, now that I think about it. Because like I remember being really into Marilyn Manson at the time. Yeah, like I
1: mean, you let me borrow yeah. that... Uh... The book. is autobiography, which yeah. I still think is really, it's really amazing how, like, his image, like, how, how much he's scared um, you know, yeah. normal People. America. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's a really thoughtful, you know, well, well-spoken guy. He's pretty, I mean, it's it's very obviously an act. <laughs> it's oh, a, yeah. No, no it's it, like, it really is. Yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> there's no other way you could describe so plainly giving a blowjob to a man on, on a concert stage. So... Yeah. <laughs> Which is part of it. I mean, the, that's just the tip of the iceberg of that book, man. <laughs> there are so yeah. many disgusting things that happens in that. Like,
1: <laughs> indeed,
0: I, I I just want to go over one because it, it's just so strange that they they smoked the they, they smoked actual bones, but like, like not not not, not I a don't, euphemism. I do remember but, that.
1: That's cra- That sounds like something that uh
0: that he would do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway. Yeah, it was just a very, the whole list in general, I, yeah, it was just kind of, I, I think I was, I think I thought I was so cool by it, <laughs> in a way. Uh, I mean, There's
1: some great albums on that list.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I remember but like, that was like the first two albums I really fell in love with. Like, I had bought 10,000 Days, uh, like, a few years before that, uh, but I never really listened to the entire thing because of that um, Wings for Marie suite thing. That's like right in the oh, yeah. middle. Um, even though I think that's like one of the better songs on, on that album. Um, I, I just liked, you know, uh, the pot and, um, Jamby and what, well, what was the one that opened up? Vi- uh, Vicarious. Oh, that's such um, a good song. I oh, man. I, I remember that when I went to go see them way back in like, it was like 2008, probably for that. Um, they ended with Vicarious. It was so cool. Um, but yeah, a lot of these are just, yeah, standard me. Uh, it's funny because not a single one of these has actually changed in 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 terms of me, like, dis, like changing my mind on their quality, basically. Yeah, like you might like not they, rate
1: them as highly on the hierarchy. No, I, I don't
0: think I would rate any of them as, as highly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, maybe Operation Mindcrime. Um, maybe Around the fur. But those are both maybes. Um, you know, but I, I still have a lot of love for all of these albums. And I think, actually, I think I still own every one of these. <laughs> so, that's kind of funny. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's, de- that's definitely, I mean, as you were reading it, I was like, wow, that is such, a, <laughs> that is such an encapsulation of, of your... Your table, that was, which is that cool.
0: that was 2010, man. But I think
1: that that kind of reinforces this whole conversation. Is the you know like at, at a time when someone sees your list, you're like, oh yeah, and like in some ways the discussions you have, you know, I have with fellow writers and and on the blog and whatnot is is like surprised that things didn't make their list or things did make their list. You know, once you've seen a number of them and you you follow their tastes, you can kind of have a that kind of dialogue too.
0: Well. That that's what kind of the next two lists that I have are are kind of about. So well,
1: there you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah so my 2013 list definitely swung in the other direction because I was part of um, like an offshoot of uh, the new the, review. Yeah, the, the new review. It was. I mean, it was not defunct at this point, and um, I wasn't writing for Heavy Blog and, and
0: yet and. There was some. I I feel like we we tried to do another blog around that time as well. Probably, yeah. yeah.
1: But this one, there, there, some people left over from that group who who listened to like more of the underground metal. This is before. I think that like we're hitting a weird um, nexus point. Uh, I don't know if I'm using that term correctly, but like we're hitting a weird point where underground, like underground death metal, especially, is like cool. I guess I don't know how else to put it, but like it's not—it's still like obviously it's not like doesn't have widespread appeal, but like you have, you know, two molds and blood incantation are getting like really high marks on um, pitchfork and stuff like that. So like it's not necessarily mainstream, mainstream, but it's definitely like it's not as underground as it was back in twenty thirteen.
0: It's definitely breaking, you know, it's breaking out a little bit. Um, It's. Kind of reminds. Me, oh, do you remember that Trevor Sternad used to do that? Um, that list on uh, I think it was on Metal Sucks. That it was always about like just random, like super underground, like local bands, basically. Yeah, like cool music. Yeah, Cause I I I like I I'm not totally knowledgeable of of all of that scene at the time, but like I kind of point to that personally as like a real, like, watershed moment of, like, hey, look, we have, like, this well-established, you know, musician taking all of these local acts and being like, hey, check this shit out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there are a lot of those artists on here that I would say...
0: I mean, yeah, the yeah. Two, two mold is definitely on there. Um, Can I make a guess? And say oh, that well, well, um, this is 2013, so like, they weren't even. I don't even think two more were around yet. Oh well, I, I okay. If I'm getting my dates mixed up, then that. It, but I'm pretty sure Is trap them, darker handcraft. Is that on there? I don't think so. I don't know oh, when geez, that because
1: uh, I think it, that might have even been like 2009. It was that was a while ago.
0: Because um, I I remember those like two mold and trap them uh, were were pretty big. I. I I remember you being into both. Like I think you bought both at one time.
1: Yeah, definitely it was huge into the trap them. Seizures and Bear and Praise is such a. Yeah, but
0: I'm a, talking about darker handcraft
1: though. Yeah, darker handcraft was my introduction. I liked that. Yeah. album. but then, then when I heard Seizures and Bear yeah, and Praise, was, I, Seizures is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, there are some great album. Psychic by Darkside, you know, Sunbather, Deaf Heaven, Colored Sands, Goreguts. Um, You know, first one, The Jewels album, The Knife, shaking the Habitual, Hubarro, K.O. Dot. It's it's funny
0: you bring up the knife, uh, but yeah. Yeah,
1: no, I I love that. That was... uh, It's actually interesting to see Fantano, um, his... uh, I think albums that he's changed his mind about, he's actually soured on shaking the Habitual, which is interesting because...
0: Yeah, I remember seeing that.
1: that, That's, you know, he's obviously the guy who turned me on to him. Um, But then we get to, like... I'm trying to even remember, I don't remember what some of these albums sound like, like there's an album Obsian by Castavet. I don't remember that album at all in the midst of life. And then I, the album, the way I formatted this as like a, you know, like a, like a collage, the album title cuts off, but it's a band called Sarah cloth. I think that was okay. just a band that I listened through once and, and someone in, in like my group thought it was cool. So I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I got to put that on there to have cred. Uh, Patricidal Lust, which is kind of a gross <laughs> album name, by a band called Vastum. <laughs> um, like, of the metal albums here, I, I still like uh, Tempest by Lycus, uh, P- Vexavoid by Portal's Cool, Abandon All Life, Nails. That's great. Yeah. Um, but there are a ton of metal albums here where I'm just like, I don't even fucking remember this at all. And then also a lot of weird, like, quasi weird rock um, project, like Destruction Unit. I don't. I don't remember the last time I even...
0: Pink, oh, pink. wait, they, am I thinking of the... Isn't that an electronic project?
1: No, it's it's like a weird rock, like a psych oh, like rock. Um, oh, um, what
0: am I thinking of then? Um, I'm going to have to look this up, Frontline, because I think it was a, an offshoot of Frontline Assembly, but it had like a very similar name. Um, noise Unit, that's what I was thinking oh, of. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Um, but, uh... Pink Frost, like, I don't even know, I think Pink Frost is the band, Sundowning? I have not thought, literally, I did not know that album existed until, like, now. It's been <laughs> seven, seven years since I've thought of that. So I think I probably was, like, just trying, because I wanted to fill out a top 50 to look cool, like, oh, you listen to a lot of music. Like, there are a number of albums I haven't even thought of since. Uh, but then there are other stuff, like Four of Swords Engravings. Uh, yeah. That's a great album. Great album. Old, Old by Danny Brown. Um and then there are some examples, like I was talking about, where I think I included it because of the artist, and not the album. Like, for example, I put on Beautiful Rewind by Fortet. I think that's because mm-hmm. um, I just got into There Is Loving You, which is, is a fantastic one of my favorite oh, electronic I, albums. I
0: love that album. I, I actually, it, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because I'm writing that down to buy later.
1: Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's a great album, but yeah. out, like I got into it the, you know this year, and... He had a new album come out, and I don't, I remember I, I, at the time I knew I didn't like it as much, but I was like, hey, I got to show that I like Fortet. Uh, also, Yesu released a new album, Every Day I Get Closer to, God. I don't remember, the, again, it cuts off again, but I don't remember liking that. Um, in general, Yesu, it's, it, they're kind of in the same vein as Neurosis, where I like them, but I don't love them. But at the time, I, was trying, I to, was trying to be like. I
0: remember you being really into like one of those Yesu albums. I, like
1: I, their, their self-titled debut and Conqueror are a really good projects. They're th- just really. I think
0: I was. I think it was Conquer. I was. They're really
1: of. long and they're really one notes. Um, yeah. They're very much, you know, they kind of. Um, but on, on the flip side, there are some albums I barely, I remember like barely including that I actually have have loved more now. Uh, Random Access Memories by Daft Punk I remember mm. being on the fringe about it I like some tracks but not others but now it's really grown on me and I, I like some of the more subtle moments um I would say I would say other than that there's not a ton of surprises over um the the classical album they did, that's fantastic. I think Oh Miss... uh, wasn't it like Blood
0: or something like that? That was
1: a Messe I X oh, V I X. Okay. I mean they're Roman numerals. Um Yeah. But I haven't thought about some of these in a while, like Flat Push Zombies, Better Off Dead. I listened to the hell out of that mixtape. Like really grimy, <laughs> New York, kinda like horror themed rap. Uh this routine is hell. They like became a weird like alt rock band with their last few releases, but that album was like super like mid paced, pissed off hardcore punk.
0: Well, didn't um, they change their name?
1: They did. I I actually don't even remember what they changed their name to. Um, yeah, but yeah, some really really great stuff on here. The, only, the last one that almost makes me sad to look at is uh government plates by Death Grips, only, <laughs> only because that is such a mixed bag of an album. Like there's, I, so, I actually really love that album, but yeah, there are some tracks I love, and then I think towards the end it, it really. And then there's off birds.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I, I remember that like the, when I heard uh you know this is violence now, and I was just like and what's the first the first track is super insane um, uh,
0: it, she she might love you for your pillbox leopard hat or whatever or yeah
1: something like that but then yeah or, we, but,
0: but was it either that or I break mirrors with my face in the United States
1: oh it might be or that I, yeah but like that one worked, I, like I, the...
0: I, I I think that's the beginning of Jandy Death yeah. but I'll, I'll, I, I'll I'm gonna to look, look it, this up because I, I just the, there are many good death Grips moments on government plates so. yeah
1: I think B- Birds, like, like after that, because every time I listen to the album, everything after Birds, I just don't like as much, because that is really... Yeah,
0: the, the, uh, the, the, the opening track for Government Plates is, uh, you might think he loves you for your money, but I know what he really loves you for is your brand new leopard skin pillbox hat. Yeah. There you go. That's a great one. Dude, Death Grips is doing a little bit of a Fiona Apple. Yeah. Will. Um,
1: but yeah overall really obviously I, there are some other ones i didn't read that i either like or whatever or, or kind of indifferent about but definitely see myself coming on my own i think uh, once i shaved off the unnecessary out like the albums i picked just to like make myself look cooler like they weren't they're not like super mainstream but people might know them and be like "Ooh, that's a deep cut you know once i cut that off i was a little bit more honest with the albums i picked so
0: yeah yeah uh, I I want to bring up just this theme of of basically the album that you listen to once and put it on your album of the year list. Yes, Be- because that that's a frequent reoccurrence for me. Um, thankfully, I only included uh, the my best of twenty fifteen and best of twenty sixteen. I only did like a top ten mm-hmm. for both of these. Um, so so it isn't as bad, but there are still there, there are a couple. Um, but for 2015, is uh, this is just, I, I, I think it was just a random, because I, I, I think I just, so if I remember correctly, this was, yeah, this was 2015, so uh, when I compiled this, I had just dropped out of graduate school, and, uh, but I'd spent that fall in Manhattan, so I had listened to a lot of weird stuff, uh, just because I was so bored in like depressed and everything then like i can specifically remember listening to a few of these albums while walking around central park um so just from the i, I basically want to rate your music best of 2015 i just i'm like oh yeah i remember that i remember that I remember that so mm-hmm. uh chelsea wolf abyss horrendous Anarita, however you say that mm-hmm. uh thy catafalque sigur the weekend's beauty behind the madness Barshaskas, Ophidian Hynosis, Hegemon's the Hierarch, Florence and the Machines, How Big, How Blue, How Beautiful, Ark is Mutant, High on Fire's Luminiferous, and Dan Terminus's The Wrath of Code. Um, That's a nice I'm not, list. Yeah, it, it is, but there are a couple of the ones that bother me, like, Thy Falk. that, like, I I only listened to that once. <laughs> That being said, I would probably buy that right now because I they're, really they're do a like really
1: cool band. So. They are
0: they they're like a really really strong act. So, um, but like some of these are just like so like Dan Terminus, the Wrath of Code. Like I'm like, what? Where did I even find that? <laughs> like I, I wasn't I will really say like that, that that one big stuck in out a little wave. bit. Yeah, what
1: that one stuck out a little bit. I I I wouldn't. That just isn't like a
0: style. I would see you listening to very often i i actually really like synthwave um Mm -hmm. i remember liking it back then it's just it it, it's like a very niche aesthetic in a way and so like Mm -hmm. for me it's tough to hit that niche just right um like i feel like some people go too far down that rabbit hole and just make like blade runner parodies almost uh, but then I just remember Dan, I just remember the wrath of code being an album that I could listen to over and over again and still be really interested by it mm-hmm. uh, which speaking of he I think he's coming out with an album new album either this month or next month um, funnily enough but yeah a lot of these were were just like uh, I remember like marsh askqueth and hegemon but both of those were um, metal sucks albums I discovered mm-hmm. Um or i i don't maybe it was through heavy blog i'm not entirely sure because i i know i was reading heavy blog at that time uh because you were on staff so i would always just kind of keep an eye out um and obviously the weekend (laughs) that 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 was number one actually i i specifically remembered that that was number one yeah (laughs) That's, um, uh... uh I didn't, if, if, for good reason. I, yeah. I, I still like that album. Uh, even 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 the bad Ed Sheeran song on it, so... Um. <laughs> I stopped listening to, like,
1: him on an album-by-album basis after Kissland. Um, yeah. Which actually, I think, was his debut, so I guess I wasn't really... Well, it's weird because he released, like, three mixtapes at the same... Or at least I became aware yeah. of it at the same time, so... To me, technically, it was, like, four albums, but really it was only... Well, like, two releases? Kind yeah,
0: of? I, I, I remember being really disappointed by Kissland, but I really like Beauty Behind the Mask. Like, it really grew on me. And, you know, um, Can't Feel My Face was just, like, one of those songs that was just played ad nauseum in New York. Like, it, it felt like mm. if there was a radio on, it was playing that song. <laughs> uh, you know, but but there are also some really great tracks, that, like The Hills is really good. Uh, Often is a personal favorite of mine. But, um, yeah, <laughs> just, but, but you can, you can sort of see the difference between, you know, it's like a five year difference that, you know, I'm, I'm finally listening to something that isn't within the wheelhouse of rock, yeah. you know, entirely like, you know, you've got Arca, you've got, eh, I guess Florence is kind of rocky, but, um, I would think the weekend, obviously, uh, Dan Terminus as well, you know, I, I'm, I'm branching out a little bit, <laughs> so yeah
1: no I, that, that's again definitely interesting to to think about the progression there because you can clearly see it and uh, um, yeah, there's some really good good albums in that that list I, I don't remember yeah um I don't remember if we we, we talked about it at the time because I, I there, there there were a few surprises I think mainly Dan terminus um is the one that sticks out the most but mm. uh, I also remember that you were really into uh, High on Fire, that, that that's a yeah. A, that, that's a band I really just want to listen to more. Um, I feel like it, it, in a way, would be the things I that bother me about sleep, but kind of fixed. Yeah, the fact it's like, uh, I remember one time I, I played. I think I had Dope Smoker on vinyl. I bought it just because it was a really cool pressing. I think I ended up selling it eventually just because I I just really don't like sleep that much. But I played yeah. it. I played it on. Uh, 45 instead of 33 and a third, and it sounded like a high on fire. Or it's, it's, it's sounded, it sounded like Sleep's debut, probably more accurately, but part of me was like, this doesn't sound right. <laughs>
0: you listened to it sped up. Yeah, I think I did it that's, in an
1: accent, and I was like, oh, wait a second. I, that's really I, funny. I, I, then I stopped and listened, and I was like, this is actually kind of cool. <laughs> oh. Well,
0: I, I'm i going to have to look, because uh, somebody's definitely done this on YouTube. Yeah, Something Smoker. Dope Smoker in 16 minutes, 29 seconds. ha <laughs> ha. That, that be, that's great. I'm gonna to listen to it after this episode. That would be my, my preferred uh,
1: form of listening. I
0: I actually really like Dope Smoker. Like it, it took me a long time to come around to it. Um, like I remember I I I remember you bought Jerusalem like the the Jerusalem version. I of really it. I really wish I kept it because I
1: I remember getting I got it really really cheap and then I sold it because I it was the the first of two times I'm like I just don't really like sleep. But now, like, I I thought I would try to buy, like, the OG version of Jerusalem. And it's, like, at the time, at least, it was really expensive. I'm sure, like, I could pull up Discogs now and it would be relatively inexpensive. I
0: I don't know. There's some that are, like, always going to be expensive. But, yeah, um, I I actually don't. But I I don't dislike it. I I enjoyed it a lot. It's it's, it's not something I'm going to put on every day, but it's still, Mm -hmm. uh, like, a fun listen. I think part of it too is like you, you kind of have to not take it seriously. Yeah. Like the whole thing is just talking about like smoking and weed. And it's just like, yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so you, I'm assuming, are working on what like 2014 or 2015?
1: Yeah, I have. Uh, we'll just pull because the time we have left and yeah. uh, the fact we already did the episode. Like, I'm not going to talk about. Um, what years? 2018, 2019, because we, you know, we have episodes on those. But yeah, I have 2014. I think 2014 and then um, 15, 16. I actually don't have 17 because I was on Long Island and my boss didn't let me listen to music while I worked. And that's like a huge bulk of what I, when I do my listening. And in not, general,
0: not, not, That's a total fascist move yeah, also. And
1: but. In, in general, I was... Uh, I was pretty depressed, so I just didn't listen to it. Yeah, it was a dark place then. But this is 2014, you know, my junior year of college. Um, Top five, pretty solid, actually. I think Run the Jewel, this is the first time I've ordered it. Run the Jewels 2 came in at number one, which I might still keep. Um, Maybe. Panopticon, Rose to the North, I mean, that's a fantastic black metal project. Uh, I think the other stuff I have here, I probably would still keep it relatively up high. How to Dress Well, What Is This Heart? I mean, yeah, both, both love that great album. Pharmacon, Beastial Burden. Yes. Um, a fantastic album. Um, love that album. You know, Discovered Abandoned, and then she took it up a notch. Uh, FKA Twigs, LP1. Another great um, album. I think it would mostly, I think it would probably would move Panopticon down because looking through uh, St. Vincent's Self Titled definitely has, is. I think they're pretty low on this list. They would definitely, I mean, i don't I'm not going to do yeah. the counting, but. Um, I would definitely move that up. Um, um, probably keep you know, Swans, To Be Kind. I think that's coming in at 10. I probably would have moved that up a little bit. Two, uh, Shoo Shoo, uh, Angel Guts, Red Classroom. probably would move that up. Oh, yeah. There's, there's oh, some, I just had that on the other day. That's... This is, but there's a number of other ones where I would... Uh, like, were... Was a Shoegaze Band? I listened to our Hot Second. Oh, some...
0: yeah. I remember really digging that album. But
1: I just it's interesting looking back because that was like the one moment where I think I got into Loveless and whatnot I I, I am not really a a shoegaze like I don't hate shoegaze by any means but like not like a definitely not love it as much as I used to yeah Um, other than that K.O. Doc Coffins on Io, White Suns Totem uh, Monarch Cadaver is like a weird Funeral Doom ish album that I have not really listened to since so interesting pick there Pains of Being Pure at Heart I probably wouldn't have included that just because I, I liked that song that's in that Hershey's commercial, but that's about it. Um, well, yeah, some really good picks here. Uh, have a nice life, uh, Godflesh, their comeback album. This is a really solid. This is definitely. I feel like this is the first list that we've we've talked about that has felt like it pretty much exclusively me. Like this really feels like a me list. Yeah. Um, this is yeah. This is a really cool list.
0: Nice. Yeah, I. I... I definitely there are a lot of really great ones in that. And I actually wrote down Pharmacom Beastial Bird because for some reason I don't have that yeah. uh, album still, even though I should because it's probably the best death industrial album just ever. Oh, she's awesome in my opinion. I, I I really wish I could find another project of hers that I liked though, but uh, you know Beastial Bird is still really good and I don't mind just listening to that. I love
1: her first two and definitely I I, I haven't disliked any of her albums, but I do feel like. Um I feel like like on repeat listens I still love Abandoned Abyssal Burden but her newer projects After yeah, a While Contact
0: it just, and Devour
1: Yeah it just also I just don't like looking like for some <laughs> reason the album covers on her first two don't gross me out as much I just cuz I don't like like, like fingers and hands like she's biting like so that, That's Ugh. the whole
0: point dude
1: <laughs> No I know like it, it works but just I don't like it <laughs>
0: See, like a, see I, 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 kind of like it. Like uh, the, 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 that's probably the one thing I like about those albums is just like just how disgusting the album covers are. Yeah,
1: like,
0: is, standing with the the, the you're the snitch album cover, like I, I, I just like oh, I think ugh. that that's just a fun album cover. No.
1: I, you know, I guess the best way to put it, I appreciate it, but I really don't like it, and I don't <laughs> want to look at it. Um,
0: I, I guess I, I'm just, I'm just used to just terrifying abominations like that uh oh man (laughs) anyway so what do you got okay so i my next one is actually um my best of 2016 which was um my first year on heavy blog and you know immediately following our the last list so it's just interesting to see the changes as well in here so i'm just gonna run through them again and these are actually in order this time if you can believe it uh, David Bowie's Black Star, Aesop Rock, The Impossible Kid, John Zorn, The Classical Guide, to stri- uh, the Classic Guide to Strategy Volume Four, How to Dress Well, Care, The Dilinger Escape Plan, Dissociation, Protest the Hero, Pacific Myth, Murs Bow Slash Gareth Davis, Atsu Saku, Massive Attack, Ritual Spirit EP, The Frozen Ocean, The Prowess of Dormition, and Cathelus, Led Dernier, Crepuscul. Um, yeah, <laughs> so. The big one that comes, the two that come out to me the most are the Frozen Ocean, just because I, I don't think I've listened to that at all after twenty sixteen. Yeah, um, I, I liked it. I listened to it a couple times when it came out, mm-hmm. uh, but for some reason, just did not listen to it after that. But the other one is Merzbow. I think this this is like the first time like, this was definitely like the first year I like really got into noise music. So, uh, did this was like one of those albums that was, like, imperative mm-hmm. for me. Like, it was Atsusak and then, um, the album Waddle, as well, uh, by Merzbow, uh, which is a weird-ass looking album, too. It's just, like, a picture of a turkey. because I, I, I think it was, like, a picture disc, supposedly. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a, a, so, a lot of these are kind of, you know, standard for me, and I, I would agree with you that, that, like, this one as well is kind of, like, Me becoming me. It feels like. Because you know, you have got like a little bit of pop going on with like how to dress well. Maybe David Bowie if you consider Bowie like a pop artist to a certain extent.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, but then you've got like, you know, a little bit of Aesop Rock. We've got a lot of prog metal as well, and then I mean of Attacks Ritual Spirit. (laughs) Like I I actually totally forgot about that until I saw the list the other day. Uh but I remember really liking that A P even even though it's only like three tracks. Uh, kind of ashamed that they have yet to really like follow it up in mm-hmm. any big way but yeah you
1: know. that is definitely a cool list and I maybe I misheard was there only one Zorn album yeah was that was that on purpose or well I guess it definitely um, there were it's, it, it's, it's hit or miss every year for you right like you don't like you're not head over heels for everything he does
0: I, I am definitely not. I I yeah. feel like his his output of like the last decade has been kind of iffy to be totally honest. Um the I, I you know, I usually only include like one because you know, I think there are some that I listen to a lot. Um yeah. and I feel like if I'm going to listen to it that much, like I I owe it in a way to put it on this thing because usually like I I don't really listen do a whole lot of repeat listens to like stuff that comes out within the year. Um th- this year has, has actually been a um kind of a change because th- there are some albums that have come out that I've like listened to like extensively or at least way more than I would usually. But um uh, with Zorn, I'm trying to look at what he came out with in uh this time because it was what 2016 so, he really didn't... I think there was like um, like the last Moonchild album, I want to say. That, that sounds right, but I do not say... Oh, they, there were a bunch of um, uh, Book of Angels and maybe a Dreamers album. Um, yeah, it, it was... There really wasn't a whole lot that came out in 2016 for him that I was really into because a lot of it was like, you know, a uh, series of stuff that I had not really gotten into yet. Mm-hmm. But I remember really digging, especially like the cover to Classic Guide to Strategy. That, that's still probably my favorite um, of his like, improvisation albums. So... Um,
1: so it's funny because that just that made me think of that, that Cutaway and Family Guy with Stephen King, where He's just like, all right, what's your next book? It's The Attack of the Lamp Monster. It's like, you don't even have, you didn't have any new ideas, do you? He's like, all right, when, when, when can we see a first draft? <laughs> Obviously not saying that, like, you know.
0: I mean, it, it kind of is like that, though. Like, it feels like he's just, like, you know, j- just kind of throwing it out there nowadays. Uh, I mean, sometimes it's really good. Like, Calculus this year was yeah. really good. Baphomet was really good. But sometimes it also feels like he, it's just, like, okay, like, this is maybe unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> this is an album. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember, I think in... I think it was 2017 that he put out a really good album of classical music, too, but, um... Anyway, but we're, I'm getting way off topic, so... No, that's what
1: this is This is for. I, I,
0: yeah, I, I guess it is. I, I just... I don't know. Like, I, I guess the only thing else I... The only thing else? <laughs> the only other thing I can say uh, is uh, the. I I don't know if I would put disassociation, the uh, disassociation on this list nowadays. If I was to go back and change it, um, not to say I don't dislike it. It's it's or that I don't like it, but it's I don't know. It 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 probably just I think I probably put that there because I was just I still am like a really big Dillinger like fan, but mm-hmm. um, it definitely was not their best album by far. Uh, which is kind of a shame but i don't think you i, really, I think i think i listened to it once a while ago but that was when
1: i wasn't i hadn't really gone over the the edge to being a dillinger fan which i would consider myself a dillinger fan now uh, yeah i need to listen to it again because yeah me,
0: me too i mean I, I i own it like i it was one of those albums that i bought like on release day like i i'm pretty sure i got it like pre-ordered on amazon and everything um yeah so do you have any other lists uh, I have two more. I'll go through pretty quickly. If, okay. Just because, like I said, we
1: we've already we did. Yeah, but we're,
0: we're at an hour right now. Yes. So. Um. So 2015.
1: Uh, there is a ton of filler here. Wow. Like I as i I was looking at it. You know, the other day I was like, what, man.
0: What, Why don't you do like top five for uh, for, for? I didn't both do this these. one in
1: order. I'm pretty sure it's an alphabetical okay. order. So obviously, John right. Misty. I love you, Honey Bear. I've talked yeah. about how much that means to me and my relationship. Uh, the epic by Kamasi Washington. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> a, again, another no brainer So that's the, what's weird about this list is it's a bunch of like no-brainers, like albums I listen to all the time, even still. And then other albums, I'm like, I, again, I haven't even, I didn't even know that album existed until, or like, I didn't remember that <laughs> album existed.
0: Um, s- s- sorry to uh, to interrupt this, but I, I I still have that window up with Dope Smoker sped up. But I just looked down a little bit, and it says somebody slowed down Dope Smoker by five hundred percent. So now it's more than five hours long. Oh my gosh! That, <laughs> that takes everything
1: I hate about it and just moves it. Oh man!
0: Yeah, but you know what the funny thing is? Like I would argue that that's pretty much what a Sun album is like, yeah. and yet you're a pretty big Sun fan.
1: Actually, speaking of which, so so you know, real quick, you know, apologize, Misty, Jamie uh, xx uh, in color. Um,
0: oh yeah, I they mean, did that. That's a great album. I mean.
1: Uh, you know that, that's an amazing I kind of wish you did a follow up but at the same time like he said this was an album he worked on forever and it was like all of his creative energy and he just like let it all out so I feel like a follow up might not be on the same level but who knows um, Carrie and Lowell, Sushan Stevens I mean again still yeah. really <laughs> kicked off my love for him, uh, Tim Butterfly Kendrick Lamar, I mean you know there it is uh, and uh, I would say the last one that really sticks out as a long term classic uh, Fantasy Empire i think by oh, lightning bolt yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever album came out that year
0: it was but, fantasy um, empire
1: yeah um other than that a lot of albums oh uh, a keels i think dreaming eye i think it's called Akeels. keels that's an amazing that's one of my favorite mod like 2010s plus or like or later um black metal albums but a ton of picks um that are you know because of the name and not actually the music um Bjork Von
0: Akura, I mean, I still love that album, but it definitely, it's... Uh... I mean, it, it, it's worth remembering that, like, you know, like you said, that they, these lists are like a snapshot, that, yeah. you know, I think they, they're relevant to how you felt at that time. And I, I remember you really, like... You were like on the fence about Volnakura, and then you just like suddenly something snapped in you and you just like really dug it.
1: Yeah, let me, let me be clear. I, I really, really enjoy Volnakura. I mean, it wasn't until Utopia that I really started to um, like it just. I, I, that, that's the first Pure album I don't like, but I think you now yeah, yeah. listening back through Volnakura is not one of my. I think it's a little too long. Uh, actually, when you mentioned Sun, uh, Canon is on here, and I think that my view of Canon has has gone down because of the album the, you know the double albums or the, the two albums that came after and everything they've done since because mm-hmm. it was a nice deviation from their sound but the fact that they kind of are going in that airy ambient direction uh, it, it's kind of like it's soured a little bit because I want them to go back to that like really beefy um, you know like the heavy drone riff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, that Fort album in Morning and Evening which yeah I yeah. I for, there's never been an album i can't think of another album where i the amount i loved it on first listen and the amount i hate it on second listen like, yeah like first listen i th- I do i do think the core sample of what he did with it is cool but then when you listen to it again you're like okay so this isn't new anymore and it's fucking 20 minutes long
0: yeah like, it's it's it like and it feels like the, there, there's no like movement at all exactly yeah.
1: um other than that, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of albums I don't... Oh, another uh, Godspeed, that Asunder album. I included it 100% just because it's a Godspeed album. I don't really like that album very much at all. I think that the, 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 there's, it's really oddly structured because it's a like kind of a drone rock metal song that's okay, and then two, two separate tracks that sound like the same drone back-to-back, and then a, a worse drone rock song. It's like really, it's really oddly paced and not very well done. Um, other than that, yeah, a lot of albums I have not thought about a lot, except for Young Fathers' White Men or Black Men Too.
0: Oh yeah, so, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, that is a great album that I have not thought about in a long, long time. Also, Purple by Baroness, I like that album too. Yeah, haven't yeah. thought about it a lot. So, um, yeah, this one is definitely a very interesting how the gap between... Like, either they're albums that I still consider some of my favorite of all time or albums that I really do not care about at all. So, mm. interesting dichotomy there.
0: It's only been, like, a couple of years since then, which is really funny. I know. It's just
1: interesting. Um, I mean, that's the thing. It's cool to look back at a top 50, but at the same time, um, sometimes when you get to the end of that top 50... It makes, you, it makes me think about putting together my... I might cut it down to, like, a 25 this year because it's always so hard to cut it down to 50... But then when you look back, like the albums you actually care about are maybe the top ten. And sometimes even then, like the further yeah. down your top ten you go, the more you're like, Oh, I actually don't really listen to that as much anymore. Yeah.
0: I yeah, I'm I kinda get that. I, I'm I'm that way a lot. Like I feel like at least half of my like top ten list like half the albums in, in all of them I just don't listen to anymore. And it's not a matter of disliking them; it's just a matter of not listening to them. It's like I—it's it, like their existence is just like somehow cut out of my mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just like its it, it, its like it's like a Total Recall almost for like for music. <laughs> but anyway, um, you had one more, right?
1: Oh yeah, dude. Do, do you not have another?
0: I don't know that, that that was that was my last one, okay yeah
1: um yeah i i this is kind of the same deal actually the more the more I look at it um wow, I would say up until what's that like twenty two ish like the bottom half I could do without almost all those like there's some albums I like, but I don't really. Kara's much a bunch about them, but the top half is—I mean—has a lot of highlights. Um, you know, Swan, the glowing Ma- Swan's the glowing man, uh, classic. Um, oh, I don't remember. I prefer classic classics, debut, like the kind of B- the Balearic beat, tropical house project.
0: Yeah. Um, I, for, oh, for a second, I—I I thought you were talking, you were saying that Glowing Man was a classic, and I'm like, really? <laughs> no. Uh,
1: cla- <laughs> like the classics with yeah. the two X. Yeah. The end. Oh, far, I, far away reach. Yeah, it wasn't as good as their yeah. debut, but I still really liked it when it came out. Um, you know, the, the Ronsai Pazuzu album, the, bar, oh, yeah. bar, whatever, uh, the field, the follower that, that was a cool one. Cause that kind of launched my interest in his music. Um, Jim James, the lead yeah, for, singer of,
0: yeah, uh, I, I, my, my morning
1: jacket. Yeah. I don't know why that landed so highly. I think that <laughs> was, it was, it's one of those albums that it hit at the right moment and I loved it. At, like at that time i was making my list and then when i listened to it again like earlier the next year i was like oh i don't like this very much at all um <laughs> also the the avalanches um oh yeah wildflower. wildflower. yeah i
0: yeah.
1: i listened to that before i listened to since i left you which since i left you is infinitely better than <laughs> wildflower in my opinion. i'm
0: really not a fan of either to be yeah, totally but honest, like to but... me
1: but yeah the the this is might be the best top 10 i put together just in terms of like i i want, don't know if i changed the order very much at all um starting at 10 uh Zimple lines really cool post minimalism with the clarinet um battle trance uh really cool
0: um i i actually looked through this because i i th- th- that's where i found my 2016 list as oh, well interesting yeah but
1: yeah the 20 are, um, you know really cool tenor saxophone improvisations Huerco uh, S really really cool ambient like one of the other one of the only other ambient art like contemporary ambient artists that composes like Tim Hecker where I feel like each song like they're like bite sized ambient compositions which I think are really cool yeah um, Radiohead Moon Pool kind of obvious hell um, Le- yeah Leon Vinhall really really cool deep house dance music and Noni Hopelessness I haven't listened to that in forever, but that's a that's a great, great um, project. Um, Danny Brown Trusty Exhibition, yes. Uh, Twenty two million bon Iver, is another really really cool project. It was actually the first album of his I listened to, and was very different from his usual stuff. Chance the Rapper Coloring Book, a um, little bit soured on him only because I uh, I followed him on Instagram and and Facebook when he wasn't very active, and then randomly he started being. Super active and just posting like Bible, like multiple Bible verses a day, and like, <laughs> like that's you know obviously believe we want to believe, but just like I'd be looking through like my usual
0: feed. The, the only thing that would make that statement better is if you included minions memes as well. <laughs> just, just ch- chance the rapper just dropping some minions memes upon everybody's heads. Yes.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like I was. I was just. Looking through my feed, and then I was like, What the hell is this? And, like, again, you know, not trying to judge anyone's beliefs, but in my own, yeah. on my own feed, that's okay, I don't need that. Um, <laughs> and then my album of the year, Black Star by David yeah. Bowie, which is a really, which, uh, really good pick, yeah. and I don't know if I would change that,
0: yeah, me either. Uh, actually, mm, so because I remember listening to Atrocity Exhibition a little bit during 2016, but it wasn't till after the year was over. That I started really getting into it, um, so I probably like if if I had to do the list now, I, I might honestly put trust Exhibition on the top, like over Black Star even. Um, I but you know, I might change the order
1: a little bit, but uh, I'm fine with like there there are a few times when I look at the order, especially deeper down on my list when I look at the order, I'm like oh I would definitely change that, but um yeah
0: yeah, all right, well you know it's it's always interesting to see how how much things change uh or in some cases how little they change uh because you know there's feels like there's always going to be a zorn album in my list now (laughs) for some fucking reason but uh (laughs) i I almost didn't do one last year actually
1: Um. i remember that i think you i think i remember you mentioning that
0: yeah but i decided to include one because i really enjoyed it so um but let's talk about albums of the week so Scoots, do you got an album of the week for me yes
1: um and this is a bit of a a taboo for me i try not to mention um I try like if we've covered an artist, I, I try not to bring them up as an album of the week or bring them up for like quite a while after. But uh, mm. I, I saw this collection when I went to Buenos the other week, um, listening to it in the car, and there are some tracks that they only released as singles, which was common back in their era, but really annoys me because like then you have to listen, you have to buy these kind of compilations. But it's a singles collection from the specials, um, okay? Because there are a few of their songs. Because uh, they, I think their debut. I think they released one album after it, that maybe they, maybe not. I'm not sure. They had a weird trajectory of of releases. They were a pretty short lived band in general, but there are some songs. Uh, Rat Race um, is, is especially uh, Ghost Town. Um, they're just really, really cool. Um, much more danceable. Uh, they're they're kind of what I think about with, when I think of singles, um, and I. Just listening to a hell of it, and there's
0: what, what's the collection called?
1: I think it's just called the Singles Collection, or oh, okay. And yeah, it's it's just a really really cool. Listening to it a lot. There's there's you know there's a few tracks from their debut, obviously because they released some singles from that. Um. um yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's don't have a lot more to say. Obviously, we talked about the specials at, at length, but I just you know yeah. that that's <laughs> what i am listening to a lot, and it's just. Um, I forgot how much I love Rat Race it's, it's so danceable, it's so cool I can totally see um, them, you know like when we were reading Joy Division uh, the, the book we talked about that's kind of the, what I think of more when I think of like a UK club like in terms of a rock band because some of the, some of the songs the specials put out um, especially in that singles collection I can totally see like the crowd just dancing to it and it just being like a, a draw um back when ska was actually a cool genre which is not <laughs> although we're gonna see it again uh,
0: yeah yeah i uh, the, the the two genres that are going to come back during the 2020s new metal and ska <laughs> and and we can i i am i'm desperately praying on my knees for some band to combine the two like may, maybe corn will like instead of instead of you know hanging out with uh what's his face like, like Skrillex, uh, that the that the, the, they'll they'll hang out with like I don't know like less than Jake or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: I I would, I think the new the, the I mean it's now affectionately or or or, disaffectionally being referred to as uh, new metalcore, like bands like Issues and whatnot, where it's very much like new metal. It's exactly like it sounds. Yeah, um, it's produced some interesting like fun. Party type metal, but a lot of it has also been like pretty, pretty bad. It's one of those things where you just like the more you distill something down, or you, or rather, I guess, water something down, the, the kind of cringier it becomes. But
0: yeah, we'll yeah, s- we'll I, see
1: we'll see we'll see how that manifests with ska. I
0: I can't fucking wait. <laughs> so, my my album of the week is actually from a band that uh, you mentioned uh not earlier in this episode it's uh the knife uh it's the album uh, silent shout uh nice it's yeah it's really the only knife album that i've really listened to all the way through because i just i did not like shaking the habitual i just could not stand that album um but i really like silent shout even though it's and it's part of the reason i love it is is the production on it like it's just so like i i feel like musically it's very similar to like other like synth pop and like you know kind of like sort of left field acts out there but the production just makes it completely its own thing like just listening to like the way things are textured on it and like how fever ray's vocals are like always like distorted in like this really cool way like i i i fucking love it uh, I just had it on yesterday, and I'm like, yeah, this is it, so. <laughs> nice,
1: yeah. I I I'm a, love the knife, don't listen to them enough, but that, that album in particular is really, really good.
0: Yeah, and like, even, no, like, especially, like, I, I like when they go, like, really simple, even, like, if, if they just do, like, really simple riffs, because just, like, the way they make everything sound is just really cool. Like, it's just very distinct, so. All right. Uh this has been our episode. So, thanks for listening and we'll be back next week. Great. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening guys and uh if you're interested Uh, You know, if you want to hear more, just, you know, listen to us on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Android Podcasts, anywhere you can get a podcast, basically. Uh, We're on all of it. Uh, If you follow us on Anchor, too, you know, whatever works for you. And uh, definitely be sure to follow us
1: on Twitter. And if you ever have any suggestions, topics you want us to talk about or questions, anything
0: like that. Uh, be sure to email us yeah uh, we're at at Cishore podcast on twitter and our email I think is sure podcast at gmail.com and uh yeah as always thanks for listening yeah appreciate it a lot bye.